The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions, and we have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900 or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Broadcasting from the heart of commie controlled America, the no bullshit bearer of doom and gloom, opium free broadcast, the most important hour of your day.
right, welcome to the Red Pill Project's Daily Dose. My name is Josh, that is Vince Tagliavia, and that was Sticks from their 1976 album, The Grand Illusion. The stage is set, the band starts playing. And, uh, you know, when the stage is set, the band usually starts playing. And welcome to The Grand Illusion. Don't let TVs or radios tell you what your life should be. I mean, the truthfulness that that band sung within their lyrics was just absolutely amazing. Um, what an amazing album as well. If you've never listened to it, I highly recommend just pushing play and letting it play. One of my favorite albums of all time. And uh, this is the Red Pill Project's Daily Dose. This is where we bring you the unfolding global conspiracy of the infiltration of our country, the death of our society, of our culture, the invasion of our privacy, the transition of the world into a new dystopian future ruled by self-declared elites. And we are trying to stop them. We are trying to stop them first by using our voices, disquietude, civil disobedience. We are standing up. We are rising up. We are speaking up. We are telling it how it is and what we see. We are letting the world know this is what they are doing. And damn, we've been fucking spot on. And that's not a good thing. I said a few months ago, I said, I don't like being right. I don't want to be right with all of this. I don't want the things that I say to happen. But they keep happening. They keep on persisting. They, it's almost like, you know, this is spaceship theory and I'm creating my own reality or something. But, <laughs> but, it, but it is happening. It is, dude. It's, uh, yeah, I'm at a loss for words, actually. It's gotten to a pretty critical point. You know, in the words of Rodney King, can't we all just get along? I mean, seriously, you know, globalists have a vision of the future. Great. Go buy an island, create your own country and have your vision out there. You know, I, I think that when humanity becomes a, a space bearing civilization in the sense where people start living out in space hotels, other planets and stuff like that, things will change drastically. And this, this need and drive for power will be less centralized. I at least hope mm -hmm. so. But right now on planet earth, we are in the midst of what we can only call a shitstorm. And uh, if you want to know how crazy and bad it is, look at this, look at this article right here. This is from media matters. Okay. Steve Bannon's War Room podcast is a platform for QAnon. This was November 18, 2021. A friend just sent this to me. But when you scroll through it, it starts naming Jason Miller, Miller former Trump spokesman, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Peter Navarro, Lone Boebert, Mike Lindell, Doug Mastriano. And, and see if you guys know who sent this to me because you get down to the bottom and you got Mike Miller from... Uh, Warriors for Ranchers. <laughs> me and Mike were talking to these. Like, Media Matters declares me a conspiracy theorist. I'm like, well, damn right they do, because you are. And you know what? When when truth comes conspiracy, conspiracy becomes truth. It's not a theory, man. It's pretty much proven that there's a lot of conspiracies afoot, uh, including the unfolding global conspiracy for, well, for Pete's sake. How about this? If you can't change history, how about you fucking rewrite it, right? If you don't like the way the world is unfolding in the traditional view, and you have the power and the ability to mold it in your view, then just change it. Like, let's say, definition's the words. 
Merriam-Webster Dic Dictionary updates definition of female to include gender identity. Mm. Oh yeah, Th this is this is real, right here. Female of relating to or being of the sex that typically has a capacity to bear young or produce eggs, um, having a gender identity that is opposite of male. Bing 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 bing. Woke. Woke. Rewrite the de de definitions of words. This is 1984. This is something that we could have never have imagined 10 years ago, let alone four years ago. So let's get through some of the updates and things. We have Battle of the Streams going on, DLive, Pilled, Rumble. Thank you guys so much for all your support out there. You guys are absolutely awesome for all those donations that come flying in. You do help support everything that we do here at the Red Pill Project as well as alternative media. Um, don't forget, guys, we have My Patriot Supply, redpills.tv slash patriot if you need to get stocked up on those long-term and short-term food storage. 25 years on the shelf. My Patriot Supply, they're fantastic. Uh, Kirk Elliott, Dr. Kirk Elliott, I had him on the Dark Delight show this morning. was a great show. We talked about a lot of things that are happening. Primarily, if you have old 401ks or if you have IRAs, you need to call him. You need to call him. You need to get that rolled over into that because I'm telling you, just because the Dow is up 800 points over two days doesn't mean shit. This is all going to come crashing down very, very fast. So you can find him at getgoldtoday.com or give them a call, 720-605-3900. Um, if you guys are going to go buy some pillow stuff, Mike Lindell, that's just use that promo code RPP. Um, moving into the next aspect of this, we have the camping trip next week. I am leaving Wednesday. So Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, um, and then Monday and Tuesday. Uh, I'm going to try to be back Tuesday night. But... Um, Monday, uh, Vince will be covering the Daily Dose. Uh, maybe we can get a, a special guest host in there with him. Um, and I'm going to try to do it from the camping site, depending on how the internet connectivity is. We'll see, because I still have to do my other show as a Dark Delight show as well as another show. So we're going to see what happens. I'm going to try to do it. Uh, depends on how the internet is. I haven't been down there to test it. Um, but And then Fringe Friday next week um, is tentative. Maybe you and Jim Bob can do something. I don't know. It's up to you guys. Okay, but um, and then that's kind of all we have for the updates. If you're not a member of the social red pill, um, I, I have just joined going. We actually do. There's tons of people on there now, and they're all chatting and talking. I think we had like what thirty people in the Zoom last night. It was it was fantastic. So we got a, a lot of people going in there looking for answers, posting a lot of good information. Um, and so if you guys are interested in that social redpill.com or redpillpatrons.com, I created it after my Patreon got suspended. You know, when I talk about the unfolding global conspiracy, I talk about what's called the firestorm event, the coming firestorm event. And this is something that I've talked about intimately for well over two years. One of the parts of this I talked about was social and cultural destabilization in the sense that social destabilization will come about from an increase of crime and violence within the streets stemming from the Democrat inner cities and moving out into the rural communities. Um, because that is one of the first parts of a color revolution. You defund the police, you take away their manpower, you take away their funding, and then you let prisoners out of jails, right? Try to be inclusive here. And you'll see crime start to tick upward. Um, this is planned. This is what they're doing. And uh, this was from yesterday. But Law and Order Organized Crime crew member shot and killed on the set of an NBC drama. 
And so apparently uh, Pizarro was sitting in his vehicle in Greenpoint when he was shot around 5.15 a.m. He was taken to a nearby Woodhull Hospital in Brooklyn where he was pronounced dead around 6 a.m. No arrests have been made. The man, the parking enforcement worker, Johnny Pizarro. So he was basically playing a parking enforcement agent. What? That's sorry. Yeah, no, he was playing a parking enforcement agent on the set. Okay. In Queens. And a guy just came up and shot him for no reason. Dude. It's going to get this world is so, so. Well, well, how about the, the mall shooting? The one where the citizen. Yeah. Save the day. Guy walks into a mall with an AR-15 style rifle, starts shooting people, hits two, uh, hits two people, injures another. Uh, concealed carry firearm holder stands up, shoots and kills the man. A 22-year-old guy is the one that killed this person who was shooting up this mall. You see what the mall came out and said? No. Mall no. came out and said, unfortunately, you were breaking our rules and regulations by having a firearm in the facility. Because it's a no gun, it's a gun free zone. Is that that's? Yeah, this is what the mall said to the guy who saved the day, the hero. Oh, you weren't supposed to be carrying a weapon in here. Why were you carrying a weapon in here? Why can't you carry a weapon? Okay, so gun free zone. Right. First of all, that's unconstitutional, right? Am I right or am I right? So private property, the property owner can declare what can be on that property or not be on that property. So a, a private property, a owner of that property come out and say that, hey, look, no guns are allowed on these premises. The problem is that just means no open carry, okay? No constitutional okay. open carry. If you are in a concealed carry, that is a Fourth Amendment protected right, okay? The right to private property, which means that if you are concealing carrying on your own person, they can't stop you. They can't do anything about it. They can ask you to leave if you violate their policy, but it's not illegal in any way, shape, or form. Now, if you carry a gun onto a school ground, which is public property, and they say, oh, no, you can't do that, that is illegal. That's unconstitutional, but you'll never win that battle. Now, if you're a concealed carry firearm holder, that goes on the public property. It's just like if I go, so in Colorado, if I go to the court buildings, I cannot have a firearm on me. Right? Can, cannot. Oh. Even though it's public property, cannot take my concealed carry firearm with me. If I'm in the state of Virginia, guess what I can do? What? I can go on any federal building or any state building with my concealed carry. Oh. Courts, DMV, oh. court, doesn't matter. Anywhere. Concealed carry, open carry. You can open carry your firearms there as well. <laughs> you go into the DMVs in Virginia and there's pistols all over the place on people's hips. And guess what you don't have a lot of in Virginia? Mass shootings in public. At least yeah. in that, those areas of Virginia. Yeah. But I was what just a appalled. Hero. It was, it was, I was fucking ridiculous. This is so gross that they demonized this. He saved countless lives. Who knows how many lives he saved? Mm -hmm. Including possibly his own. Well, we'll never know because um, you're not hearing about it. Nobody's reporting on it. But that did come out that the mall had uh, came out and made the statement that unfortunately... The, the gentleman who did shoot and kill the shooter was uh, uh, breaking corporate policy by having a weapon in the facility to begin with. Just absolutely just th this is this is the illogical and the irrational mentality 
of these fucking people. I want my country back. That's what I want. I want I want the United States of America that I grew up in. The one that had yeah. balls hanging down to the fucking ground. The one that would shit in a bag and throw it on your neighbor's step, ring the doorbell, <laughs> set it on fire, run away, and then everybody shares a laugh. Okay? Yeah. Or, you know, the one where the mall owner would have said, well, good thing he broke that policy. Wow, saved a lot of lives. The good one where the <laughs> mall owner comes back and says, we just changed our policy. We're now um, we're now accepting open carry and concealed carry firearms. They should. Seriously. Yeah, absolutely. Guess what? You won't have that problem anymore. But I want my America back. That's what I want. I want the land of opportunity back. I want that place where I grew up in. Where I could leave the house on the summer day at 8 in the morning. And I could go play with my friends. Ride my bike 15 miles away from my house in the middle of the wilderness on back roads. Go out into a, an empty field and just play all day. Tearing down trees, building forts, you know, catching frogs, going fishing. Whatever it might have been. And then at 9 o'clock at night, right when the sun was going down, you knew well enough to come home. I miss those days where you left your door unlocked at night, where you didn't bother to lock your car doors, where you didn't have to worry about some creep stealing your children or breaking into your house, where you didn't have to lock your car in concern that they might steal everything out of it. I miss those days when children could walk to school peacefully and not have to worry about pedophiles, creeps, losers, Harassment, murder, kidnapping. You know, we want to blame the left so much. We want to sit here and just point the finger of blame at somebody. But you know, this is a creation. The America now is not just a creation of the radical left. It's a creation of the right. It's a creation of the right and the left. Fueling their fire for decades upon decades decades, going at it back and forth with their own ideological principalities. We are here today not because the radical left is crazy. We are here today because our politicians are more corrupt than you could ever fucking imagine, and it has nothing to do with political ideology. It has everything to do with greed, money, and power. It has everything to do with black bail and being paid off by foreign entities who are looking to usurp the United States Constitution, the people of the United States of America, and take away our freedoms, our liberties from the people of this country as well as the Constitution. This has been in the works for over 280 years on this planet, in this country, where the oligarchs, the elitist of Britain... The old guard have sought to get revenge on those patriots that stood up against King George and formed their own country and declared their independence. That's what's happening right now. We are in the midst of a fucking war and people are bitching and complaining about the definition of the word woman. You know, while our rights, our freedoms, and our liberties are at risk, while Joe Biden and the Democrats are planning martial law, the Republicans are absolutely silent upon it. We have people that are freedom fighters out there yelling and screaming about the definition of the word woman. The people that have the greatest 
voice of all in this country, that have millions upon millions of followers, want to sit there and talk about the shit that doesn't matter, but instead gets ratings, clicks, likes, and shares. We are at war. This country is on the way down to her knees. We have probably months left as a country under this constitution. The Republicans aren't coming to save you. The military ain't coming to save you. The Democrats could give two shits about you. And foreign powers are waiting to invade this country at the first inclination that we are vulnerable. The stage is set. All they need to do now is execute. And I do mean that literally as well. We are on the verge of something that America has never seen before. Of, 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 of a, an event so large in the momentum of human history that will forever change the course of history. That is where we are at right now. This was never about Q or Trump or some mysterious figure or some secret plan to to go out there and save us all while we sit comfortably eating popcorn and our feet on the fucking table. This was about lighting a fire under the ass of patriots and Americans to wake them up to the real dire concern that is occurring right now in this world of the globalist takeover of every single fucking country, sovereign country on this planet. Of the destruction of the United States of America. The Kraken is you and fucking me. The Kraken is the American people with a rifle in their fucking arm hiding behind every blade of grass saying, come and fucking take it. That's the Kraken. We're not there yet. But we're damn near close. Republicans don't give one shit about you or me. The Democrats could care less about you, me, or their followers and supporters. They propagate a radical ideology only to brainwash the masses into a mass psychosis so that they can perpetuate a disinformation campaign, a psychological warfare campaign, continuously on the people of the world to make them acquiesce to their power and authority. And right now we stand here, still freely broadcasting this information, trying to wake up anybody who will listen. The time is now for people to wake up and prepare. The time is now for you to understand that the only way that we save the United States of America at that precipice point is for us to rise and unite together, to hold hands and say no more. And whatever comes after that moment, whether it's the states backing up the authority and the consent of the people, whether it's the military backing up the authority and consent of the people, or whether it's just the people standing together firm and proud within their rights, their liberties, and their freedoms, saying, no more, you all resign, go place yourself in jail, and we're formulating a new government based upon the founding principles of this country. Whatever it might be, whatever that moment might be that occurs at that precipice, I want the elitists and the globalists to just know that shit turns really bad 
when you say no. When you disobey the consent of the people, the power of the people, shit is not going to turn out very good for you. We know who you are. We know where you sleep. We know where you live. We know where your summer home is, your winter homes are. We know where your fucking bunkers are. And I'm telling you, you've pissed off more than you can chew. And that's why we ask him. Stop this. Stop this incursion on the United States of America. Stop this radicalized agenda towards this irrational and illogical ideological framework that is being implemented globally. We don't want your globalist future. We just want to be left the fuck alone. And if you don't want to leave us alone, you are going to awaken a monster to the likes that you've never seen before. Because American people are pissed. You have some of the most highly trained military assets this country has ever produced pissed off organizing, communicating collaborating the globalists will not make it out of this they might implement their new world order but they're not going to make it out of this I guarantee you the world's changing guys and that change only flows into the direction of the people who stand up with a voice behind the power and authority granted to them by their creator. That's what I do. I stand up for my beliefs, for my convictions. I stand up for what I believe in, for the little man who's powerless. I have a voice that expresses across this globe. But so do you. It's not enough just to shoot straight. You got to be able to understand what's truly happening and explain that to other people. To show people the truth. When conspiracy becomes, when truth becomes conspiracy, which it has now, conspiracy has become truth. It's like a quote out of a George Orwell novel or, or The Brave New World. But right now, humanity is under attack. Not only is our liberty and our freedoms, but our lives. We have this Congress bill that is going out there giving erroneous powers to the incompetent Joe Biden, the belligerent occupation of the White House, that backs up Adam Schiff's amendment to the National Defense Authorization Act which was just signed last week, which reiterates the 2007 Presidential Executive Directive 51, which matches directly the intention of the National Threat Advisory System through the Department of Homeland Security, where they are targeting what they would consider disinformation experts, people who propagate what they declare to be disinformation, misinformation, mail information. They even formed a fucking board to go out there, work with big tech, gather the names, the addresses, and all the information that they could potentially gather on these people. Why? Because they're coming for you and me. 
Because one day you're going to wake up and they're going to take you to a detainment camp. You remember the 10 stages of genocide? I kept on saying, we are in stage 8. Stage 9 is genocide. They are prepping the furnaces. And we can all say, I'm going to go out with a blaze of glory. What the fuck good is that? Right? You go out in a blaze of glory at your front door. Your, your children will grow up without a father. Your wife will grow up with a, without a husband. They'll be helpless for what's coming. They'll be defenseless because the guns will be all taken away. And you'll be dead. That's why planning, coordination, and understanding what is happening are so critical right now. If martial law is declared in this country in the next few months, you are going to have less than 48 hours to make a fucking move. 48 hours. And what do I mean by make a move? Get the hell out of Dodge. If they are going to declare martial law in the United States of America, get out of Dodge. Best advice I can give you. Because what comes after that is absolute terror and hell. They are only doing this to collapse. Just remember, they are making these moves to form a coup on the United States of America, to get rid of the United States Constitution, to implement a dictatorship. What did they do in Ukraine? Russia goes and invades Donbass, right? And Lukevsk. And immediately... He took dictatorial power and control over the country, arrested the opposition political power, arrested all the dissenters, which they declared to be pro-Russian. Where are those people now? They're fucking dead. That's a country of 69 million people. They are going to do the same thing here. This time the emergency might be a climate emergency. It might be a tactical nuke let off in a city somewhere that is another terrorist event that gets blamed on another foreign country that sends everybody else 18 to 45 overseas to a war. I don't know what's going to happen. Get out of Dodge. Have a plan. Do you have land? Do you have a group of people you collaborate with and talk with and know and understand or go shooting with or drinking with or camping with? How about this? Get out of Dodge might just mean bury your weapons in your neighbor's backyard or lose them in a fishing accident. Or go visit your property that's 5 to 10 to 20 acres and find a really good hiding place for your weapons. That's really the key. Because they're coming from they're coming for the guns. And they're coming for anybody who stands up against them. Now, if they come for you and you get arrested and they say, hey, you're being arrested for propagating disinformation, okay. Well, under Habeas Corp, under the suspension of the Directive 51, under the new Directive or Executive Order, Martial Law, oh, your your rights are suspended, so there's no due process. They can come in your house, search your house. And they can declare you a dissenter just by declaring you a dissenter. I'd much rather not be home. <laughs> or if I 
am home and they knock on the door or if they come at five in the morning, yeah. I want to have a way to get out. I don't want to be caught because I've done nothing wrong expect, except express my constitutional God-given rights as an American citizen. It is times like this that we must stick together. I'm not here to scare anybody or promulgate fear. What I'm doing is telling you that shit is coming. We are in the midst of the storm. Right now, for the globalists, for the New World Order, for the liberal Democrats, it is all or nothing. All hands are on deck. All chips are on the table. If they do not succeed in this implementation within the next six months and the world wakes up to what they've done, you got to remember what's coming. Vaccines. Deaths. Okay? You got to remember what's coming. They have to do this before that point in time or people will rise up and kill them. That is the next three to six months right now. It has began. The stage is set. And every day we start watching the news, we start seeing more and more how that stage is set. They're going to try to steal this election, but do they really need to? If martial law is declared before the election, guess what? No fucking election. And that can last indefinitely as long as Joe Biden wants. I think that's the move. I think that might be the move too. The rumor is is Trump is arrested in October. And then they go after all of his endorsed candidates and supporters right after. Because think about this. Trump gets arrested. Mm-hmm. Now they declare martial law because of the outrage. Oh yeah. Perfect. And now they have a reason to arrest all the dissenters. And there's your precipice. There's your red October. There's your October surprise. There's your first arrest. Yeah, dude, I hope they pull a rabbit out of a hat. But, dude, I said it earlier. Every day that goes by, there's less of a chance of shit going the right way. Yep. I'm just saying. Sorry to say it. That's just how I look at it. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, that's all. And, And one thing, how about this, guys? Get on the social red pill. Okay? Find people in your area. I know people in Texas who have land. They gave me the coordinates. I know people in Arizona have land. They gave me the coordinates. Wyoming, Montana. I got friends all over the place that say, if shit goes down, get your ass here. Right? They're all on the social red pill. That's how you find people and meet people. Start groups. Start communicating. Start collaborating. Start talking. You don't have to plan a revolt or a revolution or a civil war. That's not what we're doing here. The best piece of advice that I was given, and I was given this information, and I'm not going to tell you who gave me this information, but the best piece of advice that I was given when we realized that all of this was actually moving forward and occurring is I was told to survive. Not to stand up and be a martyr. Not to stand up and push back and fight back. Not to cause a civil war and go out there and fight. It's told to survive. You're more important alive. You're more important 
after the fact. Just understand that. That shit is coming fast. This world is changing more radically than ever before. Don't know what's going to happen. I, 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 I'm not a predictor of the future. But if, if it keeps moving forth the way that we're seeing the narrative unravel, I would heed my advice. And here's Tom with the weather. That's right. You gotta always end it with that comedic relief, right? You're muted, Vince. Um, I, I uh, kind of been thinking about part of what you said over the past few weeks, <clears throat> or who knows how long, but it was the part where you were talking about how the U.S. became the U.S. and separated itself from uh, the king and the queen or whatever, right? The monarchy. Um, and now, what do you see? We're united back with them, and this is kind of like the globalist plan. You think that we're, we just made up and, and we're all happy, a big happy family again, and all of a sudden everything's okay? I don't think so. They infiltrated they conquered, they control this stuff. This isn't like, oh, we forgave you, we're friends now. No. Does, you, does this make sense? Yeah. Yeah. That's just kind of what I think. But what well, do I know? We've been ruled by a small group of globalist elite for a very long time. Probably right after the original founders all died off. James Madison being the youngest one at the time, I think he was 23 years of age at the signing of the, the Declaration of Independence, and he died in old age in like 1829 or something. But get ready, guys. The storm is mm-hmm. here. Fraud alert. Maricopa County GOP chair refuses requests to appoint signature challengers on early ballots. How do you like that one? According to sources within Maricopa County GOP, the county chairwoman has refused requests by the AZ GOP to appoint one or more early ballot challengers before the 2020 primary election in Arizona. Um, How can this be lawful? The AZ GOP recently became aware the county's GOPs have not used their power to appoint early ballot challengers, according to a letter asking county chairman to make these appointments before the next election. These challengers are different from regular poll watchers. They are tasked with challenging early ballot signatures, according to the Arizona Secretary of State's Signature Verification Guide. We suggest that you take the steps to ensure that the early ballot challengers will be able to observe the signatures on unopened early ballot envelopes and the signatures that they are being compared to and that will be uh, recorded will be made to which voters envelopes were challenged. Multiple sources say the Maricopa County GOP chairwoman, Nikki Neeland refuses to fulfill this request to secure mail in voting. Yeah. And she's a Republican. Yeah. No, a rhino Republican name only. Here we yes. go again. Maryland election voting machines not working. No results expected tonight. Local news in Maryland is reporting that some of the precincts weren't ready this morning because the voting machines weren't ready. Reportedly because of polling issues, uh, the result of today's elections aren't expected until tomorrow. Yeah. Um, they're starting this up. They're already... Uh 
getting going with everything they need to do to steal all the elections, man. Um, of course, they don't want the signatures to be looked at because they're going to have fraudulent signatures or erroneous stray pen marks or the wrong type of utensil, like the Sharpies that went around the last election, all this stuff. And uh, what's happening? I mean, they're pretty much just getting away with it. And then the two, the machines aren't working. Oh, okay. Right. Well, Washington State GOP activists organized ballot drop box surveillance teams. Democrats shriek in horror at the thought of trap game getting caught on video. I would like to do this. I wouldn't mind getting out there. This is what every state should be doing. Heck yeah. Catch them in the act. (laughs) What else are the Democrats up to? Court packing House Dems demand four new seats on the Supreme Court. Uh, A group of House Democrats on money pushed Congress to add four seats to the Supreme Court in order to overcome the panel's 6-3 conservative majority. Now, tell me why they can't do this. Do you know why, Vince, they can't do this? Um, No. Why? So, the Supreme Court is dictated by a special document called the United States Constitution. Okay? Gotcha. All right. So, the amount of justices in the court is set up by the Constitution. Congress does not have the right to change the Constitution. Mm. Only two-thirds majority of the states have the right to change the Constitution. So... Congress can't even add these Supreme Court justices because they don't have the constitutional authority to. You can't make a law. Laws are things that you can not do or you cannot do as well as protections against your rights and freedoms. This is kind of what the basis of law is. Doesn't mean that you can now put new court justices into the court. Doesn't work that way. That has to be a constitutional convention with two-thirds majority. Now, Constitutional lawyers would probably agree with me, at least libertarian and, and uh, conservative, but I'm pretty sure liberal lawyers would be like, oh, that's not true, and Congress has made these decisions before. Yeah, and it was completely unfucking constitutional You can't change the Constitution without two-thirds majority from the states through a constitutional convention. That's the only way that happens. Let's go over to China. We decided to stop paying. China's mortgage payment boycott spreads as property suppliers refuse to pay their bills. The Great Debt Jubilee is picking up speed. China's homebuyer mortgage boycott, which prompted Beijing to scramble and avoid a potentially devastating crash in what is the world's biggest asset, is spreading. According to Bloomberg, some suppliers to Chinese real estate developers are now also refusing to repay bank loans because of unpaid bills owed to them. The sign that the loan boycott that started with homebuyers is starting to spread. In a jarring case study of what happens when a Ponzi scheme goes into reverse, hundreds of contractors to the property industry complained that they can no longer afford to pay their own bills because developers, including China's Evergrande Group, still owe them money. Similar to home buyers who have taken a stand to refuse to pay for property that remains uncompleted, one group of small businesses and suppliers circulated a letter online saying they will stop repaying debts after Evergrande's crash crisis left them out of the pocket. Oh, that's interesting. What else do we have? Jennifer Zhang, this is the same one that released the, uh, the audio uh, from the Guangdong province of the generals talking about the invasion of Taiwan. She that's says, right. uh, People's Liberation Army tanks on the streets of Rizaho City and the Shandong province. Um, it was said that there was a Navy training base nearby, and this happens every year. 
yet right mm-hmm. now. Guys, they're in front of the banks. Remember China has a run on the banks right now? They're in front of the banks. That's what they're going after. Tanks are being put on the streets in China to protect the banks. This is because the Henan branch of the Bank of China declaring the people's savings in their branch are now investment products and cannot be withdrawn. Oh, they stole all their money. They stole all their money. And this is on OAN. Economics, economicist. Economic downturn almost inevitable. Uh, Rising number of economists believe the U.S. and Western Europe will not be able to avoid an economic downturn. According to reports Wednesday, America is experiencing a decline in real disposable incomes, industry production, and real sales, while real monthly GDP is also down. Economists have pointed out that the U.S. President Joe Biden is highlighting low unemployment as an argument against recession, but Japan had recessions at the time of low unemployment. Blah, 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 blah. Shit is about to crash. I think we got about three months. Yeah, who knows? <clears throat> it It's going to happen at that three to six month period as everything else escalates, if it escalates in the way that it can possibly escalate. Uh, but look where we are now. You don't have to be a genius to know we're in deeper in the shit pile than anybody is admitting in the mainstream. And it's only going to get worse. It's yep. not turning around tomorrow. So I agree. It's not turning around tomorrow, and it's not going to get any better anytime soon. But uh, And now we have the advent of uh, the Centaurus strain, the Ninja strain. Yep. BA.2.75 and all this shit. Um, America's public health and regulatory bodies are controlled by corrupt politics that many scientists who work or used to work for them are finally coming out to speak. The National Institutes of Health, the Food and Drug Administration, and the Center for Disease and Control and Prevention are all making decisions not based on science, but on what the current regime is telling them to do. It is like a horror movie I'm being forced to watch and I can't close my eyes, says one senior FDA official. People are getting bad advice and we can't say anything. That official pointed to two recent developments at the FDA of major concern, one of them being the agency's authorization of the COVID-19 vaccines for infants and toddlers, including those who already tested positive for COVID. A few months before this, the FDA did the same thing by authorizing the so-called booster shots for children who have a 0% chance of dying from COVID. The NIH, which way up at the top is headed by Tony Fauci, is seeing a mass exodus of workers and extremely low morale. Many senior scientists have departed over the past year as COVID jab injuries and deaths continue to mount. They have no leadership right now, one NIH scientist is quoted in saying, suddenly there's an enormous number of job openings up at the highest levels. The CDC is facing the same situation with a large amount of turnover and low morale. Things have become so political. So what are we here for? The CDC scientist said. I used to be proud to tell people I work for the CDC. Now I'm embarrassed. Wow. We're getting a couple people asking to pull the mic up a little bit. This is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. This is interesting. We're seeing people are people are leaving in droves, which means how effective really are these organizations going to be? which just actually it's a good thing, but it only leaves, it leaves less ways 
for the globalists to control people. Right. Which they're going to have to resort to violence. They're going to have to resort to military. They're going to have to resort to martial law and this kind of thing. So it's good, but I think it's a double-edged sword. Well, just remember the ones that wanted to be left alone in the near future because this is what's happening now. The leading cause of death in Alberta, Canada is unknown causes. Several doctors and civil liberty lawyers in the Canadian province are raising concerns about the growing trend of deaths labeled as ill-defined or of unknown causes after unprecedented increase in such deaths was recorded in 2021. A study looking at excess deaths in Alberta during the COVID pandemic was quietly released in March in the International Journal for Infectious Diseases. CTV News reports the unknown cause of death category only began appearing on the list in 2019. There is no record of it ranking before then, dating back to 2001. I think it's probably multifactorial, so there's probably many things playing into it, said Dr. Daniel Gregson, an associate professor at Cummings School of Medicine at the University of Calgary, specializing in infectious diseases and microbiology. Gregson believes those factors include lack of resources that determine the cause of death in certain cases, delayed access to healthcare services, and post-COVID complications. We have the impression of suffering COVID, and that's the end of it. And that's not necessarily... Fuck this guy. Yeah, you know, that guy's an idiot, he's dude. He's fucking retard, man. <laughs> Seriously. No one well, believes that know, shit for a second. We just don't have the appropriate ways to test these people. But you Especially did for the so- 20 years before that. Yeah, there's so many reasons why this could be happening. Yeah. Fuck you. It's the vaccine. To all those doctors out there that prompted their patients to get the COVID vaccine, I hope you fucking rot in hell. Number one, for not doing your due diligence and going out there and researching this shit. Number two, for taking all the speculation, balling it up and throwing it away without utilizing critical analysis. And number three, for just being an incompetent piece of shit. You know, I said it a lot myself, and um, if you're just complying to comply... It's you're still responsible for your actions, no matter what. I'm sorry to say it. I mean, look at the people who murdered Jews during the Holocaust. They were doctors. Were complicit. They, they were, doctors were doctors and they were held accountable. Well, yeah. a lot of them were taken by the U.S. in Operation Paperclip. But some people were held accountable. But, but here's the key. They were doctors. The people who helped kill the Jews. And by the way. The Jews were only half the amount of people killed during the Holocaust. The others were whites, blacks, Christians, socialists, union tradesmen, right? Yeah, gypsies and gays. Gypsies and gays. So, you know, it's one thing about the Holocaust to to go out there and and say it was all the Jews. It wasn't. It was a lot of different people, a lot of different races and creeds that were killed. I think it was 5.2 million people and only... Half of them were Jews. I'm not discounting the Jewish part of it, but, you know, a lot of other people died as well. Former presidential advisor, Dr. Deborah Burks, Bricks, admits COVID came from a lab. In her new book, again, coronavirus came out of the box ready to infect when it appeared in the Chinese city of Wuhan in December 2020, according to infectious disease specialist and former presidential COVID advisor, Deborah Bricks. According to the advisor, most viruses take months or even years to develop into highly contagious forms for humans. But according to Dr. Bricks, COVID was already more infectious than flu when it first arrived. Life in prison. Firing squads. This is what we need to get ready for. Yeah, I think fire squads are a thing that we're allowed now, right? We have that in the U.S. now. 
Wasn't Again? the Pope supposed to like fucking resign or something? Uh, yeah. Then he said he's not. I think yeah. right. But now he's coming out and he's on board with a 2030 sustainable agenda. Pope Francis urges young people to shout, make noise, eat less meat to help save the planet. Okay, groomer. Um, yeah, he's just uh, inciting more instability and he wants the people to be gluing their hands to stuff and protest about the climate, whatever. Climate. Remember when, uh, who is it who came out and said the next thing I think it was somebody in the fake news media saying the next thing we're going to start blowing our horns about is climate change. Yeah, that's it. Well, we said that back about a year ago is that they're going to use you know, now that COVID's over, they're coming through climate change. They're coming for climate change. And this is going to be the instigator, the, the usher in the new world order. This is going to be the new global emergency. And there it is. Hope is in on it. Violation of Title 18 unhinged protesters chant, chant "Fuck your children" outside Jessica Kavanaugh's home and target neighbors. I just I thought they were going to start upholding the law. Of course not. Why would they? Dude, so it would be Lanka. so great. Yeah. Imagine if Law and Order was just upheld. Like tomorrow, we wake up and all this shit, these people are all just rounded up and arrested. Just. Everyone breaking the law just gets yeah. what's coming to them. <clears throat> that'd, that'd be the day, man. What, you mean justice? Oh, God. Justice. No, just raw, hard justice. Maybe one day. Um, yeah. I'm looking Still at, at a specific it. article. It should be here soon. Denmark. Uh, well, man. I can't find it, but we'll just. This is, you know, what this is going to end up being, and we saw it almost occur already, That's and it. that is an assassination. Yeah. A radical left or radical right assassination. That is what you get when you don't hold people accountable, and when you promote this type of insanity, mental instability, and encourage it. Yeah. Just wait. Trust. I could see it. The writing on the walls. I see it too. Uh, new Sir Lincoln leader vows tough line against troublemakers. Who's the uh, the new prime minister of Sri Lanka? Well, he was voted in anani- unanimously. Ranil Winker Mishnahi said he will not bow to violence after winning the parliamentary vote to succeed Gotabaya Rajapaksa. Um, just so happens that he's a member of the board on the World Economic Forum and 100% a globalist. And uh, first people he met with was a special police and military. And he said this, if you try to topple the government, occupy the president's office and the prime minister's office, this is not a democracy and we will deal with them firmly. He just said, this is not a democracy to his own people. What a nice guy. I'm pretty sure that he's going to last very long in that country when the people rise up against him. I know, dude. They clearly just put in their puppet and he's saying he's threatening his people now. Exactly. Oh, Lord. This is a mess. Massive uprisings erupt in Panama over inflation and deteriorating economic conditions. For those that don't know, people in Panama are already living on the verge and edge of poverty. Um, I remember I visited Panama, Vasco Nunes, Delboa, Panama, the place where the Bridge of America is, right there on the western coastland, about 15 to 16 times. Every single time, me and my buddy Bubba, 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 yeah, Bubba, he's a cool dude. Um, we would all, all go out and find Tony, who is like a 74, 75-year-old cab driver who drove, drove an old black Lincoln. 
And I don't know if you've ever drove in a vehicle in a third world country, but it ain't cool. It's scary. <laughs> you need to be drunk uh, to enjoy it. But uh, Tony knew all the good places. Tony knew all the good places. Miss you, Tony. Tony. Tony, Bubba, what are you guys doing? Oh, man. Yep. Yeah, it's um, definitely a poverty-stricken area. And uh, But Andrea mentioned they have gun rights over there. Which they do. Is, uh, every nice. bank, every club, every place that has expensive stuff in there, there's people with automatic weapons. They don't just have gun laws. They have automatic, fully automatic weapons. Yeah, they probably have a lot of mass shootings. No, huh? they actually they don't. That's the weird thing. You would <laughs> think that they do. But they no. Don't. Man, imagine. I know. Imagine what happens when you have an armed populace. Look at this. I guarantee you this store owner is never going to get robbed again. Yo. They got guns drawn. They got guns drawn. They broke into a cigar shop. An armed store owner who was being looted by these kids pulled this firearm and they left. Hmm. Interesting. They're lucky they're like, still fucking alive. He looks like Ron Watkins from far. Yeah. Pronoun. Good for him, man. All right. This is from Libs of TikTok. This is a real segment of the news in New Mexico that aired today. Let's listen. In the workplace, do you know what your coworker prefers? Well, joining me today is Heather Talamante, founder of Tell Us About Yourself, Inc. Thanks so much for joining us this morning. Of course. Good to have you back. So first off, let's talk about DEI in the workplace, and that's better known as diversity, equity, and inclusion. How do we go about the discussion of pronouns? So essentially the employee will reach out and say, hey, this is my preferred pronoun. This is how I would like to be addressed in the workplace. How we go about it is by respecting their request, right? So you wanna make sure when they say, this is what I would like to be referred to, um, we address it and we, we honor that and we uh, moving forward use that term, whether it's he, she, they, them, their, whatever mm-hmm. they would like to use. We want to make sure we honor that request and make them feel comfortable in the workplace. Is it appropriate for someone to ask what someone's preferred pronoun usages are? You probably wouldn't want to ask. That person would ask you. Okay. So, you know, if you, um, if they haven't fully made the decision on what pronoun they would like to use, let them come around to that decision and then ask. Um, if they haven't asked yet, it's not safe to assume. We don't want to make any assumptions. Right. Yeah. So this is going to um, have make people be more patient or have to be patient. You do. You have to be patient. If you are the employee that is asking for a new preferred pronoun or a pronoun that's not necessarily natural for individuals yet, uh, just be patient as they learn to use the new pronoun or to address you by that pronoun. Um, also, if as you're learning to address an individual by a pronoun, you can always just use their first name. Mm-hmm. Can't go wrong with their first name, right? So, I can't watch any more of that. But you know what I think about? I all don't this get it. Stuff? You know what I think about about Vince? Fuck, Fuck your it. feelings. It's crazy. Sorry, I can't hear you. What? Fuck your feelings. Fuck your feelings, indeed. And 
I don't, it's so stupid. He's like, so should you ask somebody? And she's like, no, they'll ask you. It's like, well, then they're not following. But then they're not following the protocol if they're asking me. And then she says, but when they feel comfortable, then you can ask them. But you just told me not to ask them. This woman's a dumb fucking idiot. But you know what? If I had to work in a building like this and I I had to go to the DEI officer, I'd go up there. Like, yeah, um, I just wanted to let you know what my pronouns are so people don't misgender me. And they'd be like, oh, sure, what are they? And go, master of the fucking universe. <laughs> I want to be called master of the fucking universe. This is the crazy, fringy, far left, nonsensical craziness that's happening in our Democrat cities. This is and- happening not in Democrat. This is in businesses. Everywhere. Every Fortune 500 yeah, company has a DEI implementation in their workplace. My wife's name badge has yeah. pronouns on it. Are you kidding me? Nope, I'm not. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. People pretend this is uh, like some sort of science. No. You know, you know what's fucked up? It is think about this. Huh. Think about the inflow of immigrants into this country whether it's people from Africa or South America. Do you think they give a fuck how you feel about your gender? No. No. So, look, yeah, right here. Biden State Department spending up to $100,000 flying in Africans to teach them how to fight disinformation. Yeah, because they they know the truth and they probably talk too much truth, so they're teaching them how to corrupt their freaking In other words... This is re-education camps. I, yeah, man, this isn't good. Tell you that right now. This is so silly. World Health Organization reopens negotiations on global pandemic treaty for equitable, inclusive, universal health care. Oh, yeah, that, that, that's right. The United Nations World Health Organization reconvened its negotiations to establish a pandemic treaty, an agreement to strengthen pandemic prevention, preparedness, and response, and develop a one-world health system. Member states gathered in Geneva, Switzerland a second time on Monday to negotiate the treaty. It will conclude the meeting on July 22nd. So there's a, going to be a global health care system. Of course. Unfortunately, it's unconstitutional and cannot happen in the United States of America. The United States of America cannot enter that treaty. Yeah. All right. Sabotage Joe, fake president, threatens to declare climate emergency and invoke destructive executive orders to shut down America's entire energy infrastructure. Um, And I I think we actually got the video of it. Hold on. Let me pull it up. What a speech today. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. My message today is loud and clear. Since Congress is not acting on the climate emergency, I will. And in the coming weeks, my administration will begin to announce executive actions to combat this emergency. Um, Well, here's the problem with that, Joe. There's something known as separation of powers. And when Congress and the Senate don't want to do something, the president doesn't have the fucking authority to decree it. Okay? This is constitutional overreach by the executive branch right now. Okay, this is dictatorial powers that Joe Biden just declared today. If you are an American citizen, you should be outraged and you should be asking for the arrest and detainment of Joe Biden for direct violation of the United States Constitution. Oh, since Congress doesn't want to make a law on it, I will by pen and paper, by decree. You don't have that fucking authority. I'm losing my voice over this show. 
And here's Glenn Beck. This is Glenn Beck. Listen to what Glenn Beck says here. If Biden declares a natural national emergency, run for the hills. When your climate emergency is Congress won't do what you want and your public health emergency is the Supreme Court won't do what you want, those aren't emergencies, they're power grabs. The Atlantic freaked out in 2019 over what Trump could do if he declared a national emergency. Martial law, control internet traffic, freeze financial assets. Weird how the media is silent about how Biden could do the same climate deniers under the climate emergency, especially since the Pentagon already declared climate change a national security issue that affects everything. How convenient. This is Glenn Beck telling you, if they declare a climate emergency, run for the hills. What did I tell you? Run for the fucking hills. Dodge. Yeah, get the hell out of Dodge. Mm-hmm. Glenn Beck. There it is. White House denies Biden has cancer after president seems to suggest this during the speech. Let's listen to Joe Biden's speech here. And guess what? The first frost. And guess what? The first frost, you know what was happening? It had to put on their windshield wipers to get literally the oil slick off the window. That's why I and so damn many other people I grew up have cancer. And why can't for the longest time, Delaware had the highest cancer rate in the nation. So Joe Biden right there is saying he has cancer. But the White House comes out and peacefully says, oh. Biden don't have cancer. No, no, we were, we were, we, uh, he misspoke. He don't have cancer. I'm, I'm surprised they didn't say, oh, no, don't worry, he doesn't have cancer. He has dementia. Yeah. That's why he said nope, that. No, just dementia, oh, not, not cancer. Oh. <laughs> Let's listen to Steve Bannon today going full Irish outside the White House, outside of the uh, the courthouse today. Let's listen to this. That information the lead up to it. I challenge Benny Thompson today to have the courage to come to this courthouse. If he's going to charge somebody with a crime, he's going to be man enough to show up here or send somebody like Shifty Schiff or Fang Fang Swalwell or send Liz Cheney, send somebody in the committee that has the guts to come here and accuse somebody of a crime. It is outrageous. And for them to sit there and try to get a complete hearing and they won't bring in any testimony, any testimony about FBI involvement, any testimony that DHS... Yeah, because it's a fucking witch hunt, Bannon. They're not out there to find the truth. They're out there to persecute. You you are guilty until proven guilty. There is no innocence involved in any of this. Yeah, now... They've taken over, man. Yeah, well, let's talk about... Let's talk about Joe Biden and his health. Listen to this. Please describe America to me in one single word. What would that be if you could describe America in one single word? Well, for me, I guess home. Home. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, just a few weeks ago, this is how President Biden described America in one word. Could you please tell me what that word means? It's this one right here. Mm -hmm. Could you even say the word? Congressman, I'm not in the habit of trying to read transcriptions. I bring this up to you, sir. I bring this up to you because you yourself questioned Donald Trump's mental state of mind in September of 2019 when you stated to CNN, I quote, if our presidency is not in good shape, then our country is not in good shape. And Mr. Secretary, I could not agree with you more. I'm going to repeat what your quote is. If our presidency is not in good shape, then our country is not in good shape. Inflation's at 9.1%. 
Gas prices are through the roof. Our adversaries are exploiting our weaknesses across the globe. And our southern border is non-existent. This administration puts the American people last. The left and the dishonest media, which in my humble opinion is the greatest threat to this country, the dishonest media, began questioning President Trump's mental state back in February of 2017, a month into his presidency. We now have President Biden in office for 18 months. And just recently, we now see the mainstream media questioning President Biden's mental state and for good reason. Sadly, he shakes hands with ghosts and imaginary people. He falls off bicycles. Even at the White House Easter celebration, the Easter Bunny had to guide him back into his safe place. Cue cards that say sit here or end of speech, which he actually states, that is, if he stays awake. Please describe. All right. And Pete, obviously, no comment. But it's the truth. They were pushing so hard at Donald Trump, but they don't push hard at Joe Biden? Scam. I think they might have to do something. I mean, I've heard people talking about he's not fit to make it the next couple of years. (sighs) We could see some action on that front here pretty soon. That's right. Now, solution orientation. States, Mm -hmm. sheriffs, know your sheriff. Make sure your sheriff's a fucking patriot. State leaders ready to go to jail over the FBI's anti-Second Amendment audits. Missouri sheriff said he won't back down even if... Uh, the threat of the federal arrest, the Second Amendment rights of Missourians will absolutely not be infringed on my watch, the sheriff said. The state of Missouri attorney general and a brave sheriff are both standing up for the constitutional rights of citizens by refusing to comply with what they call an illegal order from the FBI. Um, in August, the FBI is reportedly set to audit 24 Missouri counties concealed concerning concealed carry weapons information. Last week, the state attorney general, Eric Schmidt, wrote a letter to the FBI director, Christopher Ray, informing him Missouri state law prevents federal, state, and private entities from obtaining private information regarding concealed carry permits for citizens. In addition to state law, Schmidt said he thinks the act would be a violation of the Second Amendment of the United States Constitution. The FBI has absolutely no business poking around in the private information of those who have obtained a concealed carry permit in Missouri, Schmidt wrote. The Second Amendment rights of Missourians will absolutely not be infringed on my watch. I will use the full power of my office to stop the FBI, which has become relentlessly politicized and has virtually no credibility from illegally prying around in the personal information of Missouri gun owners. Um, Scotland County Sheriff Brian Whitney also publicly rejected the federal agency's plan to abuse the law. As a sheriff of the Scotland County, I want all my citizens to know that it will not allow cooperators to release any CCW information to the FBI, even at the threat of arrest. Whitney wrote in his community in a letter published on Point Blank, I will go down with a ship if we need to. This is America. That's America. That's the power of the states. That's the power of America. I'm moving to Missouri. Fuck it. This is the story I needed today. Oh, I'm moving to Missouri. I I was actually looking at land in Missouri yesterday. Land in Missouri is nice. It's not not expensive either. Yeah, yeah. It's real nice and not that expensive. But there's not a lot of it. The piece of property I actually found was uh, under contract. I was like, oh. All right. Let's go next to this beautiful face right here. Uh, receipt, uh, receipts. Bill Gates Foundation just paid for the Chinese Communist Party to recruit foreign scientists. Oh, well, you know, nothing wrong with that, yeah. right? This is, yeah. Bill Mullen. Go ahead. Go ahead, Vince. We knew this. Yeah. Of course. 
Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation is helping fund the Chinese Communist Party's Ministry of Science and Technology, assisting the brutal regime in its efforts to lure foreign scientists in to boost China's scientific advancement, the national polls can reveal. A recent $100,000 grant from Microsoft Mogul's Foundation was sent to the Foreign Talent Research Center of China's Ministry of Science and Technology in June. The purpose mm. of the cash is listed as organizing a forum on pandemic preparedness and response, which would focus on leveraging resources to improve global health and support disadvantaged populations who are disproportionately impacted by the pandemic. Good job, Bill. You're funding the communist regime. Republicans say Biden administration transporting illegals to get abortions. Now, this is interesting. Um, Susan Swift, who we had on a few weeks ago. Yeah. The Right to Life uh, organization, remember? Yep. She talks about exactly this. She says they're, they're not, they're, they're, they're trafficking, human trafficking victims to get abortions. Look at this. Yeah. Republicans say Biden administration transporting illegals to get abortions. This is exactly what Susan was talking about. Many wow, Re- here it is. Yep, many Republicans are accusing the Biden administration of using taxpayer money to transport illegal immigrants for abortions. A 22 House Republicans sent the Biden administration a letter Friday demanding accountability addressed the DHS Americas and Health and Human Services Secretary Becerra on behalf of the coalition led by Andy Biggs. Representative Arizona, your departments must immediately cease transporting illegal aliens that have abortions. The letter states abortion is not health care. It kills the unborn and harms their mothers. Federal taxpayer dollars should not be used to transport illegal aliens for abortions or otherwise facilitate abortions. And, and this is human trafficking. They're aiding and abetting in human trafficking. That's what they're doing. These illegal immigrants are coming over to the border pregnant with mules and well, coyotes, right? Coy- mules and coyotes, yeah. fucking babies, traffickers yeah. and babies, and they're taking them to get abortions, and the federal government is is paying for it. And and this really brings me back to this whole like organ trading and creepiness with the you know, whole abortion thing and selling body parts. They're so hell bent on this thing. It's so creepy, man. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of money. Uh, going to the Battle of the Streams. Thank you guys for all the donations. I'm seeing some out there. Ponlo Picasso gifted a can. The Dark Delight interview with Clay was badass. Thanks for getting that in. No problem. That was a good episode. It was. It was. Um, LED just donated two ice creams. Thank you so much, Ali. Babaloo, $50. Stay positive. Patriots off of Rumble. Thank you so much, Babaloo. Ponlo Picasso gifted a cookie. I vote for the Red Pill Project. Ha, thanks, guys. Uh, RPG3573 donated for ice cream. Thank you so much, RPG. D-Jacker, I, I don't want to know what the D stands for, um, but is celebrating a nine-month sub streak. Thanks so much, D-Jacker. <laughs> um, Sexy Dad 77 my favorite lesbian, gifted a cookie. My preferred pronouns, <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I agree with you, Sexy Dad 77 Spunky USA just followed. Welcome, Spunky USA, to one of the best shows out there. LED donated another five lemons. Thank you so much, Allie. End Time donated seven diamonds. Thank you so much, End Time. White Trash Lady donated five ice cream. Thank you so much, White Trash Lady. Get Her Done just received a one-month subscription from Nathaniel's Barbershop. Thank you so much, Get Her Done. And Patriotic Pisces donated one diamond. Thank you so much to everybody donated. And four ice creams. Much appreciated, guys. <laughs> and Vader awesome. in with a cookie in the last second. Vader Thank in you, with Vader. a cookie at the last second. New dystopian law would give all social media users a truth score. We just talked about this like two days ago, didn't we? Yes, we did. Yeah, I think exactly two days ago. I, I said exactly this. They're going to monitor your social media accounts, and yeah. that will go directly in to your social credit score. Truth score. Yep. Hmm. 
Denmark bans Google software on laptops in schools. Well, that's that, weird. Yeah, right. Like weird. They do not meet the uh, the 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 requirements for the European Union's GDPR data privacy rules and regulations. Um, it, it's weird that they're pushing back like that. I figure they just let them in. Right. 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 This is odd. I think there's like I think this lends a tip of the hat to the heads of the Hydra theory. Maybe they don't want their information to be had by Google. That's for sure. Yep. And uh, I think this should be a concern to everybody. All right. Jens Stolzenberg, citizens of NATO countries should stop complaining about the cost of supporting Ukraine and be prepared to pay even more. This is the head of NATO here. (laughs) The fuck is wrong with these people? Biden says the U.S. military says Speaker Nancy Pelosi's trip to Taiwan is not a good idea right now after China came out and said, you better not send Nancy to Taiwan or we're going to have some problems. Biden says he expects to talk with China's President Xi Jinping in the next 10 days. Um, And digital authoritarianism, AI surveillance signals the death of privacy. And this is where we're headed right now. This is the transition into new sustainable Agenda 2030 future. Yeah, man. They want to put their finger on every single person and track every single move. Mm -hmm. Monitor all your farts. Charge you tax for them. Your farts. All of it. We're going to monitor your farts. <laughs> they are. They're going to be like, yeah, dude, I'm not kidding. Well, stay away from my house. I got a fucking stinky dog with stomach problems. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> All right, guys. As a reminder, oh, oh, we got a few more here. I see that. Oh, really? Well, no, you, you just, yeah. Um, Vader 3, oh, no, Vader 369. Okay, we're good. It was just Vader. All right, guys, listen. A lot of things happening in the world right now. Keep your head up. Keep your chin up. Look, we're human beings, man. We got God behind us. Whatever that God is to you, you got it behind you. It's in front of you. It's guarding you. It's protecting you. You're blessed. Don't worry. Things will be okay, but we just have to stand behind our convictions. If you stand up for what you believe in, life will be okay. I promise you that. You can never go wrong by doing the right thing. Yeah, I hope we're all vindicated soon, man. From the unjabbed, the truth tellers, everybody in between that won't comply with what they know is wrong. I hope we're vindicated. Yeah. And uh, the world will be a beautiful place at that point. Uh, congrats to Rumble tonight. You guys did awesome. Much appreciated for the Battle of the Streams. Uh, special shout out to D, uh, the, the D-Live and Pilled. You guys are absolutely fantastic. And Facebook, uh, our growing platform. Well, we got 14,000 subscribers on Facebook. But our live streams have been picking up a lot of stream on Facebook. So much appreciated to everybody watching on Facebook. You guys are awesome. As well as those watching on redpills.tv, there is quite a few hundreds of you guys that watch those episodes. I think about 500 people watch it on Red Pills TV. So much appreciated to all of you guys as well. Sorry you can't chat, but appreciate you watching there. Um, what else do we have? Uh, camping trip next week. If you're going to show up, if you're going to make it, let us know. Uh, we will be out there Wednesday to Tuesday morning. And it's going to be a hoot. There is thunderstorms, I think, tapering off Wednesday afternoon, like a 30% chance. Uh, But other than that, we should have a really good week. Really looking forward to that. We're going to have some fun. Uh, Please go back and and cut out that monologue and post that everywhere. Because people need to hear that truth. People need to hear that shit. Vince will clip it and get it out on our BitChute channel as well. If you guys have not checked us out, BitChute.com slash, I think, Red Pill Project, right? 
Oh man, there's so many. Yeah, we're on Brighteon.com as well, so you can find us uh, Odyssey. But uh, guys, much love. Oh, I put all the channels in the chat. In uh, okay. But you can also find us linked up on redpills.tv and make sure you subscribe to our email list up there to stay up to date daily with what's going on. And then uh, True Spiracy, which is the Patriot Party podcast uh, second show that Mick and B. Lynn do, True Spiracy, it's very similar to our conversation yeah. on the fringe, will be moving the Sunday afternoon. So that's, we'll have a Sunday show coming up here very shortly. Uh, we'll give you more news on that as it comes about. Other than that, guys, much love, respect. God bless you guys. You guys take care. And keep your chins up because you got to remember, God wins in the end. And there's too many fucking freedom-loving patriots in this country to let this country fall. Just know that people are making it happen, making it collapse, and there's people like you and me and everybody else who aren't going to allow it to happen. I will die for your freedom. Remember that. Take care. Good night. God bless. Thank <laughs> you.